At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. We did it. We time-traveled to yesterday. Wait, Progressive covers us 24-7, but we just created an eight-day week, and it's 24-7 coverage, not 24-8. We gotta go back. Are you joking right now? Shh, I'm calling them. Hi, I have a question about time travel. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, the average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know, your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know, a falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Well, she seemed all right by dawn's early light, though she looked a little worried and weak. She tried to pretend he wasn't drinking again, but Daddy left the proof on her cheek. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Exo Nation, my guest this hour is Philip Demers. We're going to be talking about the animal abuse at Marineland in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Now, Marineland is a marine and amusement park located in Niagara Falls. It is also one of the most, most widely publicized and yet controversial captivities facilities in Canada. Established more than four decades ago, Marineland has been the target of intense local, regional, and international criticism for keeping whales. By the way, they currently house the largest group of captive belugas in the world, dolphins, and pennypids, for its ongoing removal of significant number of whales, dolphins, and pennymids from the wild, and for providing their terrestrial animals species with barren, often overcrowded conditions. Now, Zuchek has conducted numerous investigations and highlighted problematic conditions and practices at Marineland to the local, uh, regional, and national authorities, media, and the public. 
Zuchek has also lobbied for a provincial zoo licensing act that would include standards of housing and care for captive facilities and for federal restriction on the importation of marine mammals for display. Those initiatives are ongoing, and uh, there was a great article in the Toronto Star going back to uh, August the 15th. It was written by Linda Dybell. And, and in it, she says, what the public doesn't see is the deterioration of marine mammals that become sick, suffer loss, skin damage, and even blindness because of the recurring water problems. Um, according to Linda, uh, trainers also point out the chronic staffing shortages and leave trainers unable to provide a minimum standard of care for animals to do well in captivity. Joining me now, XO Nation, is Philip Demers. He is the ex-chief trainer of Marineland in Niagara Falls, and he wants everyone listening to go to this website, www.change.org forward slash Marineland, and sign the online petition. Once again, that's www.change.org forward slash Marineland. And if you'd like to follow them on Twitter, at Walrus Whisperer. Philip Demers joins me now. And Philip, welcome to the X-Zone. Uh, uh, you know, y- you see the commercials on TV. Everybody looks so happy. The animals look so happy. And yet it's a totally different uh, picture that, that you have brought forward, bringing to the to the readers and, and, and the world, basically, the atrocities that are happening there. And how come they have been able to get away with this for so long? Well, uh, Marine Land and the owner, John Holder, have had a lot of... Uh, political clout, uh, given the fact that his uh, business has been so uh, so successful. Um, so he managed to hide people under the uh, the umbrella of fear, namely their, his employees, both past and current, and anyone who's tried to speak up against him. Um, uh, there's now stories of former lawsuits and other type of uh, hush campaigns that he's uh, strong-armed historically. So... Uh, He's managed to hide the truth in the in the way that he operates for a long time. But uh, as his evolution, we now have social mm-hmm. media and cameras the size of you know pens. Yeah. And uh, alas, people can be uh, can uh, surmise the truth of their own and use their own uh, perspectives in looking at the videos and photos that have uh, since and most recently, uh, and I anticipate more to come, you know, they've all been published via mm-hmm. you know, YouTube and the Star Investigation. So I, uh, I implore people to go and, uh, take a look for themselves because those, yep. uh, those images and videos have, have no ego or, or, or real agenda. They're, they're just, they are exactly what they are, just raw in nature and uh, ready for you to uh, make a proper assessment for yourself of what the truth is behind where you went. Philip, stand by. You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. Exonation. Philip Demers is our special guest. www.change.org forward slash Marineland is the website to sign the online petition. Go there right now. Sign up. I'll be back with Philip Demers on the other side of this two-minute break. Don't go away.
Exonation, uh, Philip Demers is my special guest. He is the former ex-chief trainer at Marineland in Ontario, Canada. He'd like everyone listening today to go to www.change.org forward slash Marineland and sign his online petition. We're talking about animal abuse at Marineland. And and Philip, how did you how did you get to be an animal trainer? Have you always had a love for animals? I uh, love for animals indeed, um, but this was never in my even short-term plans to to work in that capacity. But, uh, you know, I was just as uh, young and confused as a lot of other 20-year-olds out there. And, you know, uh, decided if I had any chance at paying down school debts and everything else, mm-hmm. I'd better get a local job and live at home. And lo and behold, in the uh, paper, as fate would have it, which has played a real heavy role in in, in, in all of this, um, and it was a it was a job application, rather a, an advertisement for a marine mammal uh, training assistant. So uh, I picked up the phone, and twelve years later, uh, here we are. Wow. Do do you, as a trainer, and do the other trainers form a bond with the with the animals that the, that they're that are in their charge? Well, obviously, to the best of our abilities, um, everyone has their sort of skill set in, uh, in in what they do. Everyone mm-hmm. brings their, you know, their strengths to the table to sort of form as best a team we can. Uh, but, but in saying that, especially in most recent years, um, the trainers, or at least those with experience, have either up and left or have been pushed out the door, uh, which, you know, at the end of the day, the longer you're there mm-hmm. and the more staff you have, the better chance you have at, at at, uh, at developing these really, really important relationships, these trusting relationships with these animals. So, so from this m- sort of moment on, especially in the last uh, seven years that I note of the deterioration of the marine mammal uh, um, program and department at Marineland, uh, that, that's, that's proving a far more difficult challenge for for the kids that are that are entering this this business. So, uh, it, it's challenging, but I, I always personally uh, stress that the, the importance of of the human-animal relationship is, is second to none uh, when, you're, when you're becoming a marine animal trainer. This is a quote uh, from the Toronto Star article that I quoted earlier. Um, Former employee Phil Demers resigned this past spring after 12 years as a senior trainer, worn down and frustrated by his inability to help the animals in his care. What, how how were, were your hands tied by management, or was there just a general lack of appreciation for the animals besides the fact that they were cash cows for the management? Uh, a little of A and a little of B. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, everyone, at least the people that I worked with immediately, so namely the vets and the uh, marine mammal training staff, support staff, uh, we definitely have the animals' best interests at heart. Um, but when the problems started coming up, which you know initially were were, were mechanical in nature, which caused the you know the, the, the bulk of the suffering with the water going mm-hmm. as bad as it was, um, you know the United Front wasn't strong enough, and no one was willing to take that extra you know go that extra mile because at the end of the day, John Holder himself is the only one who who's uh, capable of giving a, a green light or a thumbs up. You know, as he, as he really does micromanage everything. Uh, so certain people in their roles. Uh, you know, they they value their paychecks. Uh, they have mortgages, families to concern themselves with. So, you know, sometimes, and I, and I can't judge those people who sure. decided to allow that to take precedence in their own personal best interest, but uh, 
but for me, uh, it just, it, it, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. So, um, and that's where myself included in a, in a, in a, in a number of us, mm-hmm. uh, up and left, you know, the majority of which decided to, to source their names for fear of, uh, you know, of, of recourse from uh, legal, especially from, uh, John Holder. But, uh, for the, for the sake of the, of, of, of this movement, I, I knew there would need to be someone to show a little bit more, uh, courage and all of it so uh i stuck my neck out but again my situation is a little different than everyone else you know i, I don't have the mortgage and, and kids to concern myself with so uh i i don't judge anyone's efforts uh, i believe everyone's in-house their their heart were in the right place but at some point uh that just didn't it just all became a moot point because uh no one was willing to go that extra mile and, and at the end of the day I, I only did this because it is necessary i mean i feel like my hand was kind of forced in all this mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, that, was, that situation was definitely as dire as you can imagine, and I was I was desperate for, for help. So, uh, alas, here we are. All right, all right. Now, you've got the petition online. Uh, how about other organizations? Have they been able to help get the word out there, and has there been any, any interest shown to you by the politicians who can actually make a change in the rules and regulations pertaining to aquariums as well as zoos around the world, especially in Canada, uh, I should say. I, I am working in conjunction with a number of uh, of different organizations and and specifically with uh, some MPs and to the extent of, of even MPPs and all this because you know there's, there's various levels of government that mm-hmm. pay attention to this. So uh, yeah, the ball's definitely rolling uh, and and picking up a little bit of steam here. Um, my sort of role in all this, because you know, uh, given all the, the various um, organizations that are that are that are you know that have been heavy players in, in this plight for much longer than, than than I have at least, is that everyone has a different um, message of how this should end. You know, mm-hmm. people are endorsing the, the closure of marine land altogether. They're they're looking for criminal charges. We're looking. Some some people are talking about you know ending captivity as a whole and this and that, but. The difference in in this particular movement is that I've asked everyone to just come together on a, on a on a unified as a unified front in the sense that we all agree that fundamental changes are needed, and so I don't want the message to get misconstrued at this point. Sure. So I want everyone to just remind just be reminded that we're a number of organizations with you know maybe different opinions of how this ends, but certainly we're all coming together. I mean, on a on a on a massive level uh, to, to to, to, to agree that uh, fundamental changes, laws, and protection uh, need to come from this, and this is our chance to, to accomplish that. And then, from and then, you know, furthermore, we could we could build off, but we got to establish a foundation because right now there's just nothing there. You know, I I, I can't understand why the the uh, the Canadian SPCA hasn't been actively involved in here, and they actually have the authority and the power through their inspectors to make things happen. Why haven't they done anything? I think what you'll find in all of this, and particularly with uh, with the way Marineland has operated so successfully and in, in, in as long as they have, is uh, the more we peel this thing back, the more it stinks. So uh, mm. with the with the beauty of social media and everything else, and the, and the buzz that's been that's been created with all this, is that uh, I think the answer is going to be uh, more questions, and, and in that there's widespread scrutiny. So you know everyone's everyone's had their hand in the cookie jar in some capacity, and. You know, everyone has a percentage of culpability in this, and everyone's going to have to. Everyone's going to be made to show their hands in this poker game. So, uh, we're calling. To the best of your knowledge, how many animals have died in captivity at Marineland, be- uh, uh, be- because because of the poor conditions that these animals are facing? 
I can't even I can't I can't even speculate because Marineland's been around. I, in my 12 year tenure there is is, is a fraction of, of the 51 years that he's been in operation. And some of the horror stories that I've heard among really? some of the trainers who have been there, you know, 25 years plus, and some former animal trainers there, and especially with the land animals, is uh, well, we've got a there's a mass grave over there, so uh, the numbers I, I can't even imagine. I, I don't know. I well, during the, during imagine. your 12 years, during your 12 years, how many how many um, sea mammals are you aware of that died because of the conditions being so poor? Uh, again, I, I can't even crunch a number, but no. if I had to, if I had to ballpark it um, as a whole, you know, as a whole, rather than uh, species specific, okay. uh, as, as far as marine mammals are concerned, mm-hmm. upwards of twenty-five at least. Wow. Uh, I was, I remember, I had a, I had sort of a, a ballpark figure initially, and we were averaging. You know, dolphins alone, we were averaging one to two a year, and uh, and they're here on out. You know, uh, you know, considering all the uh, all the all the animals in my department, and it's it's by far. How many uh, how many orca five. whales do, are there at Marineland? There's only one lone remaining killer whale. I, I thought that scientists have have said that you cannot have a single orca because uh, these are these are laws that uh, that 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 need to be adhered to in the states where they exist and uh, around the world. But in, in Canada, there's just, there is not a, uh, a law that doesn't have a, a real wide and, and gaping loophole for John to uh, continuously uh, swim through. So, yeah, ideally, not even ideally, uh, it's necessary that that animal uh, not... I mean, this is, a, this is an incredible, incredibly intelligent social being left, left alone. And if you, if you go to... Uh, to the star.com there's currently a video and a story of junior the orca who uh who spent his last days uh in a uh indoor facility um well that i'm very very familiar with uh and he, he lived out his days there and died uh alone a horrible horrible death just like to read this uh, before we go to our news break at the bottom of the hour the worst uh, water was at the aquarium a dank foul-smelling place with an underwater viewing area for sea lions and seals and the barn and the connecting stadium pools, according to the supervisor and former trainers. Off-limits to the public, the barn is a converted factory made of concrete with pens and small pools for walruses, sea lions, and seals, and a dolphin pool. A small skylight provides the only natural light, and photos showing rusting on the pools with the crumbling, grime-encased sides. Dolphins that depend most critically on sonar live in a concrete world. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. All right, stand by, my friend. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exxon Nation, please go to www.change.org forward slash Marineland. That's www.change.org forward slash Marineland. Philip Demers is my special guest this hour. Listen, ExoNation, you can also go to zoocheck.com and find out what else is going on in aquariums, zoos across Canada. You're going to be shocked. I was. We need people like Philip and the other people who are out there in, in ZooCheck and other organizations who are listening to the animals who understand what the animals are saying 
and are the voice of communications between the animals and us. Supposedly, the most intelligent race going. I don't think we are. I think we're at the bottom of the scale. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network. UK High Definition Radio. Euro High Definition Radio. And Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Philip Demers is my special guest. www.change.org forward slash Marineland is the web address for the online petition that uh, we're asking everybody to go to and sign that will that will help get the message to the politicians that there has to be a stop to the animal abuse at Marineland. Because am I correct in assuming, and this is just an assumption, Philip, that if this is happening at Marineland, it is happening at other venues across Canada? Well, I would think that that's a safe assumption. Uh, so long as people can get away with things, they always will. I mm-hmm. mean, that's uh, human nature. So I think that's a fairly safe assumption. If the water is so... <sighs> horrific for the for the uh, sea mammals have any of the trainers including yourself come down with any condition that could be directly pointed to the conditions of the water that the animals are in uh yes um, a number of training staff had to leave because of the massive rashes that they were uh, getting also there was a period where uh we were all being you know for the most part poisoned by an ozone generator machine that was being vented indoors and uh you know, the ministry stepped in and uh, mandated that that John, you know, fix the problem mm-hmm. and have the machine vented outdoors. But, uh, you know, this caused a great deal of health issues with, you know, trainers, both current and uh, and, and especially former, because a lot of people had to just had to leave because of this. But, uh, yeah, more and more people are coming out of the woodworks with their yeah. own, you know, stories of how their health was affected. I know in, in my being away from that environment now, uh, three months plus. I've, I've never been healthier in my entire life, that's for sure. 
something that I that 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 just escapes me. I, I used to be at 610 CKDB in St. Catharines, and I was also not only the executive producer of programming, but I was also the uh, director of promotions. And we used to go throughout Niagara, and of course, we'd pass Marineland, and the place was always packed. Now, when you're making $48.53 per adult, and then kids, I believe, is uh, $39.95, with all that money being poured into Marineland, to sit here and 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 try to fathom that these animals are suffering because of a lack of management it's it's just unbelievable well you're exercising the rationale of a empathetic uh, human being um, and we we can't all exercise that 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 rationale and my guess, at least, and I would say an educated guess, is that the other best interests come into into play when John starts to uh, consider uh, whether or not he's doing the right thing over there. And I don't, I don't know that it runs that it gets that even that that thought even crosses his mind because uh, he's been operating exactly as he always has for a long time. So, uh, yeah, maybe one day uh, a light will blow off his head, but uh, let's be that spark. I mean, change is change. Well, it doesn't matter whose hand. Uh, creates it. So uh, whether it's forced or not, I, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, John does have the opportunity to do the right thing here. Who is or what does the CAZA stand for? Who are they and um, who do they serve? Um, that's the Canadian Association of Zoos uh, and Aquariums. Mm-hmm. And they are basically, uh, they're a membership uh, club, if you will funded by zoos and aquariums. Um, so you can imagine that well, their purpose is to bring together these, these communities of zoos so that they can, uh, through their membership, uh, be allowed to, to trade and or acquire uh, animals uh, with, with ease. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I imagine there's, there's, there's a number of benefits of being part of this members-only club, but at the end of the day, it's a self-serving uh industry and an and organization that is funded by the zoos and aquariums. So really, it's not uh, the, 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 the way that they, they regulate these facilities is, is less in the sense of trying to keep them out so much as trying to get them in. You know, I, I know very little about zoos, except that, uh, you know, as a consumer and as a visitor, as a dad and a grandfather taking my children there, and the same goes for aquariums. But as a human being... I would want to do everything within my power if I was in management or the owner of a zoo or, or aquarium to make sure my animals or my fish were in the very best of conditions. It, uh, you know, having this kind of water that the animals were kept in, you know, that would just like being placing a human in a, in a closed room that was totally polluted. Well... Um, bear in mind a lot of former employees who who would voice that very opinion uh, were either made silent real fast or their uh, work environment was made so uncomfortable for them that they, they left. So uh, the entire culture of Marina, at least from when I started, uh, started to really go downhill, uh, most notably in the last seven years after a, after a pretty significant leadership change in the, at the top of the Marine Mammal Department. And uh, 
you know, Marine Land uh, has a way of certainly accommodating those who facilitate the, 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 the their means of operations, and uh, those of us who 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 have the 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 animal's best interests at heart, we uh, we don't last very long. What do you think Marine Land's defense is in all of this? Like, how do they respond? They respond in the exact same way that they always have, which is a tried and tested uh, system for them, which is to simply uh, refute it completely and and otherwise ignore uh, the problems. But uh, lo and behold, this is a new day, uh, day and age. Mm-hmm. So uh, with social media and everything else, um, he's, they're 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 scrambling over there. I mean, with the recent uh, with the recent employment of a of a PR company, uh, they've managed to to silence those who you know step forward uh, to take the fall for John Holder. Most most notably, the the, the head vet and uh, and the marine mammal supervisor. And uh, because at the end of the day, people are seeing through their defense, and uh, that's. <laughs> that is not in Marine best interest anymore. So they have to come up with something better, and uh, I mean that's that's a small victory in itself. The fact that you know that all of this is being is being. Uh, I mean, Marine mm-hmm. doesn't operate using any transparency whatsoever, but uh, they they've screwed up and they've they've opened the doors and the eyes of the people who have managed to look in and 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 sort of assert their own truth in all this. So um, yeah, so. Uh, We'll see what comes of this with the new PR company. I was wondering if you could tell me the story on Smooshy the walrus. Uh, Smooshy was a um, was a wild caught eighteen uh, month old female uh, Pacific walrus that came to us mm-hmm. back in two thousand four, and she was uh, she was really ill, and uh, I it, it just broke my heart to see her in the in, in the in the help that she was in, and I, along with other people, just worked, you know, 24-7 on, wow. on trying to keep this animal alive. And uh, in doing so, uh, scientists would say that something triggered in her brain circuitry, which which rather opened her brain circuitry and allowed for what's called an imprinting mm-hmm. uh, to occur. And this is uh, traditionally what happens between uh, calf and, uh, and mothers in the wild. Right. So... What happened was at 18 months old, uh, that brain circuitry opened, and uh, she imprinted on me. So she recognizes me as, as, as a maternal figure in, in both my, or rather all of my all of my senses. So in my smell, in, in the sound of my voice, in, in, in how she sees me. Uh, so it's my relationship with her is really it's an it's an anomaly, and it's uh, it's something that I really believe the scientific community. Even even though the scientific community, you know, tries to exercise more of the anthropomorphic side of things, where they, they where they you know say that she imprinted on me, I just like to I like to just say that she loves me, and uh, I I reciprocate that love for her because uh, I love that animal, and I really believe for the sake of the scientific community and mm-hmm. and all of all of all of humans and mankind. I mean, this relationship with between Smooch and I needs to be preserved. And because of the sensitive nature of that relationship, her well-being is, is certainly compromised with not, my not being there. And I'll tell you, on more than one occasion, and even most recently, uh, I've had to intervene to have her do things that she would otherwise not do, so she could receive that the much-needed medical help that, that that she that she she you know needs. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm no longer available to, to help her in that capacity. So uh, time is really of the essence with that animal. I, I'm 
I'm nervous that uh, I don't know what condition she's in anymore. Last time I saw her, she was she was emaciated. She was mm-hmm. lethargic. You know, she'd lost. I mean, I can't speculate, but upwards of hundreds of pounds, even My God. even maybe 300 pounds. And uh, I mean, I got in there and we, we got the, the necessary medication to her, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm no longer available uh, to, to intervene like that. So I, at the end of the day, in, in all of this, I, I do have an invested interest in getting her removed from that facility so that so that uh, she and I can be reunited and she can live out a, a more healthy and um, fulfilling life than, 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 than being allotted to her now because she is an anomaly. And if I'm not there, uh, her, her life is being compromised a far greater deal than any of the other animals. With conditions being as bad as they are for these uh, these animals, do the animals ever give up and just say, what's the sense in living, and actually decide that they're going to end their own lives? Uh, I've seen uh, greater will to live than others. I've seen uh, changes in, in an animal's demeanor mm-hmm. that, would, that would suggest that. And uh, I've seen fights uh, you know, last a long time. And I've also seen animals, you know, what, what some would call give up. Certainly uh, this, this compromises uh, their spirit, if you will. How has the international support made you feel? Well, it's taken away the fear, and that's the big one, because mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in making my, my decision to not only leave, but to, to you know, like, a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of, a lot of real, real problems, came up for me and, and going over those initial hurdles of just, you know, ultimately deciding that what was best for me was to, was to exercise the, the best interests of the animals. Um, the support that's since come out has, has really taken away that fear from me. I, I can't thank the international community enough and, 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 and the, the compassion and the sympathy that, from all the people that are coming out. I mean, this, this obviously strikes a, strikes a chord with, mm-hmm. with, with everyone. I mean, how, how can it not? Exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, overwhelming support and, and necessary because I certainly can't do this alone. So uh, we've, we're, we're, we're becoming a... Uh, a, a force to be reckoned with, yeah. 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 While you were working at Marineland, did you ever contact the, the authorities? And, and if so, what did they say? I had contacted the authorities. Um, in fact, there was a visit that uh, I initiated by the uh, Humane Society back... Oh, back in probably 2001 even, which uh, opened my eyes to everything. That's for sure, just how deep this problem went. Um, we were we were doing we were cleaning the glass in the aquarium and using CLR and a lot of it for that matter. And the dolphins were, you know, in inches of water down below while we were doing this, mm-hmm. and with John Holder himself up top. And uh, you know, a lot of my senior trainers at the time, because I was a new trainer, were you know, coughing and complaining of, 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 you know, lung pains or eyes burning. And I mean, he looked over at the dolphins and I mean, I, at the time I didn't have a lot of experience, but I, I, I did, I do subscribe and believe in, in teamwork. And right. if these were my, if these were my senior trainers, uh, uh, they knew what the hell they were talking about. So, so I called in, uh, the Humane Society and, and they made that visit and they, they witnessed it with their own eyes. And what I saw uh, was so shocking. I mean, I saw John Holder, and this agent, arm in arm, look at the problem from the top of the pool, from the stage, because you know, bear in mind we're at the bottom of this pool, mm-hmm. and they just basically turned around and walked out. And uh, then I, I, I came to learn that John Holder, in fact, purchased the land 
that uh, currently the uh, that houses the uh, beautiful new Niagara Falls Humane Society facility, and uh, a plaque adorns the entrance that thanks John Holder for his generosity in donating that land. So, uh, as I as I stress, the more the more we peel back these layers, the more it stinks. So, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, 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 authorities have been called on uh, a lot more than one occasion. Unreal. That, that is that is so unreal. And uh, talk about a conflict of interest, right? Listen, yeah. my friend, you and I have to take our, our final break. We'll be back on the other side of this, uh, this commercial. ExoNation. Here's the website. I'd like you to go there. I'd like you to pass this website on to as many people as you know, www.change.org forward slash Marineland. That's www.change.org forward slash Marineland. Wow. Philip Demers is my special guest. Thank you, Philip. You're doing a great job, and like I told you before we went on air, anything that we can do to help you out, you've got a friend. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away. Nation, this is the website I'd like you to spread far and wide. I don't care if the person is in Timbuktu, Taipei, Tehran, wherever. Especially here in Ontario, because I want the Ontario politicians to know exactly how you, the listeners at uh, throughout our affiliates in Ontario, how you feel about what you're going to read and what you've heard tonight here on this show. The website is www.change.org forward slash Marineland. Once again, www.change.org forward slash Marineland. Philip Demers is my special guest this hour. And first of all, Philip, my hat is off to you, sir, for doing what you're doing. It's great to hear and speak to someone who's part of the solution like you are. And I'm sure if the animals can thank you, they would. So thanks very much for everything you're doing. And thanks for being, for being on the show this hour. It's been great. Well, it's, it's my pleasure again. Um, my job, the day I uh, signed that employment agreement back in 2000, was to, and it was my fault and sort of care for the animals as best I could. And, uh, you know, the paycheck's gone, but uh, my work continues. So I'm just doing uh, what I'd like to hope anyone else would do in my, in my situation. What, what, would you like to, what would you like to tell the listeners that are listening to us around the world tonight? What's your message? How do you want them to get involved? What can they do to make a better life for all these animals? Well, my message first and foremost is that, uh, you know, be careful what you subscribe to in mm-hmm. terms of, uh, of what you allow to influence your everyday lives. You know, the commercials on TV serve a, serve a purpose. And, and even sure. what you read in print and, and on radio and everything else, I mean, there's, there's a number of different agendas. But, you know, if everyone just takes the time to do their due diligence and look at the videos 
and the and the photographs on both YouTube and and, and on the Star.com with the Star uh, investigation series of, of Marineland. Like, mm-hmm. surmise a truth for yourself. And if this does in fact strike a chord, which I really believe that it, it will, um, you know, join join the fight, join join the noise, you know, join the buzz in any way, shape, or form. I mean, ev- every iota of compassionate and, and passionate activism is necessary so that we can implore this government to, to make the necessary changes for these poor animals. I mean, you know, it's it's unfair for those animals that that no one can actually see mm-hmm. them, no one can actually really believe or, 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 or understand the, the, the conditions that they're in because it's all been so hidden. But uh, all the information is out there, so... so Get on board, and, and, and please, I mean, it's no skin off anyone, but let's just make this happen. It's necessary and far long overdue. You know, I'll bet you if the shoe was on the other foot, the animals wouldn't sit silent as we were and let this happen to us. I really don't think that the animals have that in them. I think they'd want to make a positive change and make the necessary changes that we as humans sometimes especially in this disposable society. Oh, what the heck? It's only a dolphin. Oh, what the heck? It's only a walrus. It's a life. That's the bottom line. It's a life. And as we know, you know from your tenure as a trainer and myself after being with the SBCA is that as you treat animals, you treat people. Yeah, I I can't dispute that. I uh, You know, there's there's such a negative connotation Mm -hmm. to this to the term acting like animals, but uh, I implore people rather to act like animals, yep. which is to uh, love unconditionally. And uh, and that's what animals do best. Anyone who knows an animal has any type of relationship with animals. Philip, we're uh, going to have you to... back on the show. We have to say so long for tonight, but Nation, go to www.change.org forward slash Marineland. Philip Demers has been my guest. He'll be back. We're not going to let this subject die. My name is Rob McConnell. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the hour.